Yeah, we kind of we kind of went off tangent. We we talked about theories, and then we were just talking about Bestie. Any opportunity I get to talk about Bestie, I'm bringing him up. I am all ears. The ghost fan. Hello and welcome to the I Am All Ears podcast with me, Alva. Um, back with me this week is Cami, aka your fave guestie. Hi, hello. Howdy, thanks for coming back. Uh, pleasure, pleasure. Didn't scare you off last time then? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot to talk about uh, when it came to theories. So we were like, fuck it, let's be back and talk about it some more. So these ones are going to be a little bit more niche. Um, a little bit more up to date and newer than some of the old classics. So, um, yeah, let's dive in. Shall we start with, um, again, this is a theory that I've kind of seen floating around, and it's to do with uh, Mr. Solterian. And the theory is, is that he is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Now, no one really said exactly which one he is. However, I've conducted my own little bit of research and the one that stands out to me is the theory that he is famine um, especially because there's a lot of food related stuff um, in chapter 10 for example Copia says to him oh we've got food you like that and he's like oh I can smell it so his senses are like heightened when it comes to food um, and also he's just got this sort of thing where you just feel like something's gonna go on with him and he's a pivotal character but we don't know why Ooh. Uh, going off of that with the whole food thing, um, in the, I think it was chapter like 11, uh, where they're actually having the dinner, he's at the dinner table and he like picks up the fork with the food and he like smells it and he's like kind of like eh about it. And then um, he also like, he doesn't, he doesn't eat the entire episode. And then when sister is trying to like feed Nil, um, even though he's like a fucking ghost, um, he's like trying to like, He's like reaching out, trying to eat it. Like he's like, oh, yeah. Like, he's opening his mouth and everything. So it's like, I can kind of see the whole famine thing going on with him. Yeah, and let me just um, pull up the old Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, no, but he. The, this does not match my theories because there's. A, I mean, I feel like the um, four husband of the apocalypse is going to be pivotal at some point because there's a lot of imagery to do with like pale white horses. Um, mm -hmm. which I believe is to do with, again, I think that was going through with the Antichrist theory, um, like, but on the opposite, that this person on the white horse was going to defeat the Antichrist. But obviously, we see this in Rats, um, when Kopi is randomly on a white horse. And then mm -hmm. also it's mentioned in Witch Image. So maybe they're, they're going to gather up four of these people and Solterian's going to be one of them. Ooh. I was just looking at the Wikipedia. Isn't there? There's a white horse, and then there's a pale horse. Yeah, they're they're they are different, I believe. <laughs> I definitely did not do my research here. The pale horse is Death, um, which matches up oh. with the tour because it was a pale tour named Death. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm now I'm like looking on the Wikipedia page, like learning about the four <laughs> horsemen. Yeah, I did learn all this, but again, I I was like, yeah, I remember all this, and then it suddenly it's come to go come out my mouth, and I was like, oh wait, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is an open notes exam. It's fine. So, so the white horse, the white horse is supposed to be the represent like the Antichrist. Am I, I reading think this right? So. Yeah, I read the same sort of thing. I either read it as, I think it can be interpreted as different ways. There, there was one where the actual rider of the horse was the Antichrist. 
and that's why he was kind of pallies with death and famine and all these other horrible things like war and stuff. But then I also read something to do with that the rider of the white horse was going to be the person to actually defeat the Antichrist, and it was actually Christ himself. But again, I think that depends on which version of you know which your what belief system you have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's very. They basically as a, like they think this is confusing. <laughs> like Wikipedia is like saying five different things. Like one saying he's the Antichrist, one saying he's the Holy Spirit, one saying he's Jesus. Like, come on, is there no fucking wonder that no one can fucking take religion seriously? <laughs> It's all over the fucking place. It's just, you know, that's why, that's why the the ghost uh, the ghost lore is so convoluted. He's just following the actual like uh, like Catholic religion. It's so fucking on brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's on brand. It makes no sense. Just like yeah. <laughs> but um, me and you quickly discussed this off camera just before changing from the Four Horsemen theory with Mister Solterian. We were thinking potentially that we are getting characters that are reminiscent of the seven deadly sins Mm -hmm. i i only thought of this because we were off camera we were kind of talking about like the four horsemen theory with saltarian being famine and then so i was thinking i was like well what's another thing that has to do with food and um i just remembered the seven deadly sins and one of them being uh gluttony and mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, like, Saltarian could represent gluttony. And I was like, well, what about the other ones? And then I just remembered that we just we just got Jim DeFrog, which is the greediest fucking person I've ever seen on the planet. <laughs> so then we were starting to think, like, oh, these other things. Like, well, Nil's been taking a load of naps recently. Maybe he's sloth. And then the others we were kind of, like, hazy on, but maybe they're still to come. Because what I was trying to think is, like, maybe... Because um, now we have... Now we're, like, we're getting all these, like, new characters. It's like, what if, what if we are getting like all these like different characters that represent the seven deadly sins? And I don't know how it's going to end. Maybe it ends with wrath. Um, and mm. that's, and that's when we get to Copia's like final ending. Um, but that, I don't know. I may, I might be reaching there. Right. But I think, um, especially with like Tobias tends to write a lot of things about, actually he's fucking sneaky. He writes about things before they happen. Like obviously with um, Prakel, he was like, oh, let's do something about the plague. And then we got COVID. And then he <laughs> wrote- a literal in- plague. <laughs> Literally. And then he was talking about, oh, I'm going to write a, a, a thing about, you know, the, the rise and fall of empires. And then fucking Russia kicks off. So um, mm-hmm. he got me quaking in my boots a little bit about what he's going to write about next. I was thinking maybe like where, you know, with the horsemen where you've got like wrath or war or something like that, especially with what's going on in the world, maybe he's going to write something to do with like the actual fall of the empire and like, you know, the salvation and, you know, everything's great again, <laughs> hopefully. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was, I thought like the whole like um, fall of the empire thing, I, I thought that kind of almost like went in hand with like, you know, what we like what we saw like in america with like uh like trump no longer being the president and we're having like a new mm-hmm. empire form or whatever like i don't want to get into politics or anything but we, we all know trump sucks even tobias hates yeah. him so like, yeah if you're here and you like trump why are you here no offense i mean like there's a there i don't know what show it was but there's literally a clip of like terza being like he's not the fucking president jesus christ yeah be a ghost fan and be a trump fan at the same time doesn't make sense <laughs> make it make sense uh, like literally uh, like we're gonna look at mummy dust which is about trump griffwood's about pence 20s is about trump mm. like uh, man does not like him 
<laughs> no. Although it's kind of funny. Like, it's funny how you, like, America has these big ass super powers, like, even the bad ones, like Trump and Pence and all that. Imagine, like, fucking Tobias, like, I'm going to write a song about Rishi Sunak, who's, like, um, for those who don't know, is, like, uh, the UK Prime Minister at the minute. And he's, um, the leader of like the conservative party so he's obviously the more right-wing side of things but um yeah it's he doesn't quake our boots as much as donald trump like <laughs> well donald trump just like made america just like a fucking um a fucking laughing stock and everything and like right. <laughs> we, we all know tobias kind of loves america a, a lot a little too um, much sometimes <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to move here and i'm just like why why best he knows no, just stay in Sweden. Just stay there. Honestly, you've got it good over there. Just stay put. What were we talking about? We were saying like, um, yeah, the the rise and fall of like this empire and how America's got like this new empire. Yeah, because uh, we were talking about we were talking about um, like Tobias, like either like predicting the future or like writing about current events and everything. Right, right, yeah. I think so. I'm hoping that it's at least given his fucking third eye that he seems to have. I hope it's not anything too. I really fucking hope he doesn't go into like a post apocalyptic or an apocalyptic um, style. Um, Please stop. Theme because <laughs> I'm already on edge as it is. It's like this one joke that I think Slav Ghoul posted on Tumblr uh, where it was like a. Tobias like puts all this like Jesus is coming thing and then Jesus actually comes. It's the second coming and it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, it's actually all wholesome and godly. Damn it. <laughs> Not again. But my one thing I am fearing with this whole like predicament of him predicting shit is um obviously if he was to go with the whole apocalyptic thing. Um obviously the new cover of Phantom Mime has just dropped and it is a Robo Popper. And if I remember correctly, the film I've only seen Terminator like maybe twice in my life. Isn't that to do with like it's not obviously set in the like the future, but like obviously the Terminator comes from the future where there is a sort of apocalypse going on. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a lot of there's like some time traveling going on with like the Terminator franchise and everything. But mm. um, but yeah, I know. Like with the Phantom Mime cover, that that is that is a fucking Terminator. That that's a Terminator. <laughs> Oh god, because isn't there that whole thing with Terminator where it's like he's gone back in time so he can bang his mom or like so he can fuck his I don't know, so he can basically make his son or something. Imagine if there's like some sort of weird ass thing with that where like Copia goes back in time to create himself or something. <laughs> or or someone else comes back in time to make someone and that's who's gonna overtake Copia. Oh, okay. Basically, we're gonna rip off Terminator. It's great. <laughs> uh, it's very on brand for Tobias to, to to make more to make more movie references. <laughs> exactly. So, what have you got any thoughts on the Phantom Mime cover other than what we've already touched on? Well, so so there was that, and then like I was like initially thinking that like, oh, what if um, what if like even like the Phantom Mime or you know the robot whatever is like going to be a character in itself because um uh if you don't follow the artists on instagram they are a very fantastic artist i can't pronounce their like name but their handle is like hxandt um they also did like the cover for um uh, for one of parkway drives albums which is really cool but anyway so they um they they did it, it this is a 3d sculpture which we have never seen before we've never seen a 3D sculpture, and we've even seen clips of, like, this thing fucking moving. 
where his like his eyes mm-hmm. are moving like we have all these like shadows like and even some of like the like the promos for phantom mind because ghost has been releasing some promos for phantom mind where like all these like different like variants of the vinyl or whatever and yeah um in the zoom in of the of the cover like he's fucking nodding like he's moving his head yeah. and i'm like bro what the fuck is going on oh no yeah it is sus it's like why is it moving i'd quite like to see um i don't know if you've seen um have you seen i made in live like at any point like either on like youtube or actually been not in person but i've seen videos yes have you seen like when they get like the giant eddie on stage who's like you can kind of tell he's slightly animatronic slash like someone on stilts i'd love Mm -hmm. to see like a robo popper like that that would be really cool and you know it it might it might kind of like go hand in hand since they're doing an iron maiden cover (gasps) yeah that would be cool because we we did we did kind of get like some clarification or you know like we did get some confirmation that it's it's unfortunately that's the um it's the iron maiden version of phantom of the opera not uh not the actual phantom of the opera yeah, I'm in two minds about that because I am a big Iron Maiden fan, so I'm like, yay, Maiden, but oh, musicals. <laughs> I mean, I think it, I I personally think it's still a slay that um that Ghost is gonna have a song like on one of their albums, literally called Phantom of the Opera, and like Tobias is like this huge Phantom of the Opera nerd. Yeah, definitely. I still want like the whole like Bestie. If you're listening to this, please answer me. Um, <laughs> not that he would be. Um, have you seen British Panto? Because I am desperate to know. <laughs> I was gonna say, if anyone who has not, who's not British, don't know what the fuck a British pantomime is, please watch it on YouTube. It is like life changing, and it is like the nichest, funnest thing in our culture. I wouldn't put it past Tobias to actually like watch that sort of things, and like maybe it's even like it even goes hand in hand with like why he like named the album like Phantomime yeah he wanted something spooky but like you know what if he's gonna like actually like play it up a little bit exactly like i'm pretty sure there's been a few uk tours that have been over the winter time like near christmas around here which would be the perfect time to go and see a pantomime because that's when they're usually on so i've just got this vision of him going to see like a fucking cinderella pantomime and him getting all into it where like everyone's kind of shouting he's behind you and oh no he isn't and just getting into the vibe and being like yes i need to put, bring this to to ghost i can see it i can see it I, I off topic i went to see a pantomime uh not last christmas the christmas before and even as an adult i cried <laughs> it's not even meant to be sad why, why did you cry <laughs> I can't remember. I think what oh what show was it? It might have just been Was it Cinderella? I think it was Cinderella. And it was just the bit where like she got Prince Charming and they just did this really like soppy love song and I ended up just crying. Oh my god. <laughs> and then like there's the ugly stepsisters like doing I don't know, but yeah, anyway, Google Pantomime and imagine Tobias sitting there watching it. It will amuse you. Anyway, um, talking of live shows, we got the LA shows coming up. Uh, me and you uh, actually going. <laughs> <laughs> just us two. We're just the only ones there. Um... <laughs> no, yeah, I, no. I'm, I'm so fucking excited. Um, I am. I feel bad saying that I'm bummed that it actually isn't the last show. Because um, obviously, when we got the tickets, that was like the latest tour date that was... Um, that was announced uh, but obviously since then um we've seen um 
we, we've seen them make announcements for like Brazil and um, finally Australia. Yes, we're going to be talking about that Australia. <laughs> yes, finally Australia. Um, so so everyone thought that was the last show and everyone was like, oh my God, he's going to fucking die. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not being funny. I am kind of painting on my clown face at the minute because I'm obviously flying from England to go because I thought, oh, it might be the last show. Um, and yeah, I'm going all that way and he doesn't have the courtesy to fucking die. God. <laughs> so on brand. It's just the way my life goes. But I do think that obviously something is going to happen. I just don't know what. It seems convenient to have a double night with no electronics getting in the way and it not being a dvd yeah so there's there's no opener it's just ghost um it's gonna be at the same venue two days in a row and um yeah no 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 devices at all so i feel like there is going to be there's going to be something um but then on on top of that um, i was kind of thinking like with it not being uh with there not being an opener I was thinking we were almost going to get like a revisit of something that was like a pale tar named death. Um, Please. Because <laughs> for those of you who don't know, who might be like newer, um, a pale tar named death was the, it was like the main tour during um, the Cardinals era during the, it was the pre-Kel album cycle. And uh, there was no opener for a pale tar named death. It was literally two and a half hours of just ghost. That's it. Oh, the dream and it was so long that there was there was an intermission there was an act one and an act two and wow. it was it, it it was fucking amazing i am so jealous and we're not going to talk about white suit again because I, I could again i could go on a whole rant about <laughs> the white suit for a whole fucking episode but i'm so jealous and i'm also not bitter that i me in 2019 and 2018 decided to turn down the chance to go see that but hey ho i have to live with my consequences <laughs> there's there's plenty of videos uh out there that obviously see that like obviously like all the all the videos you see um like obviously uh kobe is like performing a lot of songs um because he like performed pretty much almost all of prequel and then it was like mm -hmm. it was it was like an awesome mix of like all the hits from all the other from all the other albums um it was like a really good mix of everything and it's just like can he just like can he just like do that again um because, like, I remember the whole reason he, like, he liked Pale Torn and Death. Like, Tobias liked doing, like, that setup, like, having such a long show. Um, mm. But I remember seeing interviews that the reason, like, he probably wouldn't really do that again or make that, like, a normal is that he said, like, it it killed his hips. Oh, <laughs> It's all that thrusting. Which I think is hilarious. Which I think is hilarious that it, it was his hips that were dying. Because, like, man was just thrusting everywhere. Um but but you know so he can't do that all the time but maybe for two shows in la maybe yeah like it's that would make sense and like i said like you said there's there's more time to play with because i'd be kind of bummed if we got let in at like 6 p.m and then they wouldn't go on stage until like eight and then it's just like a normal well no even that like nine and then it's your normal 11 o'clock i'd is it the same in America where like most gigs, like the main acts come on around nine and then you have a curfew of 11? Because over here, it's like most venues curfew is 11. 
Yeah, that that's kind of how it's been like the last few shows um, where I think it was in, I think it, at the last show I went to, which was the Tampa one, they, um, uh, I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, they went on around like nine, like nine, nine thirty, And um, we, I think we were let out of the venue like close to like 11 or something. It's weird, like festivals in mainland Europe go on till like one in the morning, but like over here, I don't know if it's like a general i think it's because of our local noise complaints laws like every single venue i've ever been to ever it's always been 11 and every festival's always been 11 um i think i think it's just like a i think that's just like the universal curfew for like a lot of things now because um because yeah like all the shows i've been to so far like it it lets out at the very latest like 11 it won't go anywhere past that i'm just like no just like just play a little more it's fine it's Mm. fine um, yeah, but but think but going back because like if I remember correctly, looking at my ticket for um, for LA, it says seven thirty. I'm not sure if that's when doors open or if that's when like the show is supposed to start. But Ooh. with there being no opener, that would mean they would start like really early. Yeah, because it's let's say it is seven thirty, and they just do like a standard two hour set. That's like half nine. So like that's like a lot of time. <laughs> I was I was just gonna go back to my my Ticketmaster app just to just to look at what the times say because I think it says the same time for both. Because um, I'm going I'm going to a few shows, so it says the same time for the Florida shows and mm-hmm. and the LA shows. I'm in Florida, by the way, in case none of you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, oh, it's, it is the same. So like, um, so like my ticket for the Florida shows, it says 7.30 and then the tickets mm-hmm. for LA also say 7.30. Well, that's a lot Ooh. of fucking time. Yeah. I don't want to be let in and then just have to stand there for like three hours. Cause I think the whole reason that it's so early is because like, well, there's an opener and the opener has to play and then ghost goes on. But since we know that there's no opener in LA, but it still like either starts or doors open at the same time. Like, it's obviously going to be a different set from the rest of the American tour. Mm, unless <laughs> they are just, <laughs> they're just, um, if they are filming, they're allowing for time so that, like, they say if they perform a song and then Tobias is like, no, nah, I didn't do that right. Can we do it again? <laughs> we oh, just God. have to get, like, Mariona cross, like, 60 times until it gets it right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad. So, you know, I'll listen to that. <laughs> Oh, talking about um, emails. This has nothing to do with theories, by the way. I've just got to address my annoyance at this. Um, a few other people got this as well. I don't know if you know about this, Cami. A bunch of us that are going to the Berlin show, we received an email today saying your show has been postponed. Naturally, um, I was hitting cloth and I was like, what the fuck? Um, it was only by half hour. They were like, oh, so it will start at 8.30 rather than 8 o'clock. And I was like, you could not have put fucking postponed show in the headline subtitle subject thingy and made me shit my actual pants. I I saw you post that on Twitter and I was like, I I probably would have shit my pants if I saw something like that. Like, what do you mean it was postponed? Honestly, my heart sank and stomach dropped. Everything was all coming out. (laughs) Especially especially because the european tour is like such a fucking mess that um, it is like I-, I know a lot of people who are doing the european tour are obviously doing a lot of traveling so like seeing that like i can imagine like the fucking fear yeah for real because berlin's like one of my last shows before i'm back in the uk before download festival so obviously if that got fucked around with i'd be like ah. <laughs> jesus uh, anyway back to the theories 
Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um, I've I've been rambling. Um, so Ginger actually sent this to me and said that there's a theory that Lamantramori. Oh, how the fuck do you say the song name? Is it Lamantramori? Uh, I always say Lamantramori, but I think it's you know tomato tomato. British. British. Um, they said that there is a theory that it is sister's perspective featuring her view of the brothers. It's like we focus on your death, and it was almost like a premonition of what was going to happen to them. Oh, I've not heard this one before. It's quite interesting. I yeah, I never heard that one either. Oh, oh, that's actually that's actually kind of neat. Yeah. It's not a song that, I'm going to be completely honest, it's not a song I listen to all that often just because of how inaccessible it is. I do have it in my local files, but it doesn't always play for some reason. Is it not on your Spotify? Not officially. I've had to import it. Wait, so that's, Wait. that's not featured on, on, like, in your country? It's not featured on Spotify? You're telling me America's got it and we haven't? Yes. Hold on, don't some Europeans have Zenith on their on their Spotify? Uh, only in Sweden. Okay, well, you know, Sweden could go fuck off. Yeah. Wait, we don't have it. Like, the funny thing is, when I was in Sweden, I used my VPN to access Spotify to see if we I'd get it, and I still didn't get it, so... Damn. They just said, you know, fuck my drag, right? That's That's something that I wish Zenith could make a comeback, because, like, I don't know if it would ever fit in with, like, especially with the way that ghost is going like direction wise i don't know if it would ever like make mm. sense to make a comeback but man i fucking love that song that is such a good song no yeah but yes yes Amer uh at least americans have uh la mancha mori yeah we don't <laughs> we what don't have that at all we don't have any of the bonus tracks in the uk as far as i am aware that's why like i am literally the import queen of like every other thing and i was like you know what while well, i may, may as well put somebody for the devil may as well put, put all the devils like and just make it everything i want it to be that's nice though so there's another theory and i must admit i'm not very clued up on this one at all so let me just bring up again i don't know what <laughs> at university they tell you not to use wikipedia and yet it's still my go-to source um so the theory is and this was kind of going around when um the whole what was the name of the Instagram account that was like the fake um, funeral directors? Oh, well, I keep wanting to say Bethesda, but isn't that a video game company? It was a, a, a Bethesda, Bethesda or something. Bethesda, there we go. Yeah, this was all going around around the same time as that, which that I think we might have to do an episode on, on itself because there was so fucking much that happened that day. Um, but the theory was that our sister was a reincarnation or some sort of some sort of variation of Elizabeth Bathory, who, for those who don't know, and for me, who is just literally reading this off Wikipedia because I only know a little bit, um, was a Hungarian noblewoman and alleged serial killer. She was accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women um, between 1950... No, <laughs> sorry, that's, not, that's way too early. Um, 1590 and 1610... Um, now, obviously, we've got the song Elizabeth, um, and obviously he mentions Bathory in that, mm -hmm. and obviously her killings. So it would be quite interesting to see if, say, if Sister was that. Yeah, like how that would all tie in. That does sound. That does sound interesting. I, you know, I've 
I've just been curious about like sisters role in the clergy for like a long time because I've I've also been kind of like I know we kind of talked a lot about Nils Pass in the the last time we did a theories uh, episode but I keep going back to like what is like what is sister's role um mm. so I was I remember I was trying to like kind of like explain like I was trying to figure out like like Nils storyline because like because I brought it up last time how like well he shows up to this party and he's like super like he's like super American he doesn't know what's going on um and then like sister kind of like lures him in and um but then uh, apparently Nils is also from a long bloodline of papas so Mm. I remember like this theory that uh or at least it was like a theory that I kind of came up with where like Nil actually is from like this really long line of like papas from this like you know satanic clergy and everything but maybe mm-hmm. like Nil himself like he kind of like maybe like lost his way and he kind of like was like going off and doing his own thing um and he just like he wanted to kind of like break the b- bloodline like he didn't really want to like do anything with it like he's like I don't re- I don't want to fuck around with the papas anymore or like maybe he got like amnesia or something and he doesn't like like Either way, he lost his way. Like, he's from the bloodline, but he kind of, like, fucked off. Mm. Um, But I think, like, sister either... Sister was either the organizer of this party, or she was, she was like, recruited by someone to recruit Nil back into the clergy. So she she has, like, a... Like, she has an important role. And um, this was something I noticed in... um, I think it was Chapter 5 with The Call... Um, where she gets a call from the old one. Now, who oh, the fuck yeah. is that? Who the fuck? Yeah. I've seen a few things on that where it's either someone saying it was Primo and he was getting a second chance somehow or he, or he wasn't actually dead or he was like a phantasm type ghost thing still like Nil is or that it was Satan himself. I would want to, I'd be more inclined to think it was like Satan just because like um, I think she would still view Primo as just like, oh, he's just Nils' son, um, because yeah. you know, she just she just talks about how like, oh, like you know, well, if your first son won like ten years ago, we 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 have something to celebrate, but like now we don't, so like you know, whatever. So <laughs> I would want I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was Primo. I don't think she gives a fuck about Primo. Um, fuck so, kids. <laughs> I love Primo, but I don't think Sister does. Um, no. <laughs> So I wanna I wanna believe that the old one, I don't know if this is gonna be a recurring character. I don't know if this is just like a one off or something. But like I like I've like been focusing on that since I started rewatching the chapters. I'm like, wait, who who the fuck is the old one? He's like the <laughs> old one himself. It's like, well, obviously you're a fucking high and mighty thing. So it's like, what if like the old one is like the one who him and sister are almost like equals because they're kind of talking to each other as like almost like equals um Mm. because she she it doesn't sound like she's reporting to him and he's also like what can i do for you while she was in the hospital so like i don't know what's going on there (laughs) yeah i've never thought about that as well you've got obviously in the song majesty where it's the Mm -hmm. whole old one master which obviously leads given what ghosts think about obviously kind of pinpoints to the devil but I find it interesting that you talk about sister being on. I don't know why the first thing that came into my head, and I can't think of the equivalent, was like Santa and Mrs. Claus, <laughs> but like Satan and Mrs. Satan. Oh my god, oh, that would be funny. But like oh, that I... type of relationship, right? And then I just, I just realized, um, 
in Prime Mover, they talk about the old one. Oh, yeah. Like the old one's bastard son. I'm like, okay, who is who is he? He's been mentioned multiple times now. And Prime Mover is, was added back to the set recently. So like, it was. Oh, you know what? What if, what if Nil isn't his dad? I was just I, thinking this. What if it was like the whole Virgin Mary thing, but with the other way around with Satan? Like, it, like maybe there's all these things of like you know maybe Copia thinks that Nils is dead, and we have all these things like oh yeah, like um. Our, I, I I just mixed that up. Nil is Copia's dad, um, but what if he's what if he's not? Because she has this like weirdly equal relationship with the old one, and then Copia decided to bring back this song Prime Mover, which is about the old one's bastard son. So Nil is just Joseph. Oh my God. Oh my god, we're cracking it. Oh no, so, please can we not crucify then Copia? Oh no. If if this theory is going anywhere, what if they're not even uh he's he really isn't part of the bloodline, but he's he just thinks he is. Oh no, and then he gets the what if that's what why he gets killed because they find out that he's like a fraud, but even though he's like Big Daddy's son, but still like it's still like, you know, Oh yeah, you may be the son of the devil, but you know you're not an emeritus, so we're gonna have to strip you from that title. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my like, god! What if, come up what, if, what if? What if? What if? Sister? What if sister like has always thought it was it was Nil's son, and that's why she thought it was okay, but it like it's like um no, and then that's that's what that's what is the the endocopia or something. Oh, oh my, my god! Guys, we're cracking it. Tobias, if you're listening, we're on to you. And he's probably going to change all his fucking plans now. Uh, everyone's going to be freaking out. Just like, oh my god, all these theories. And then you're going to have the people that's like, guys, it's not that fucking deep. It's like, I don't fucking care. It's fine. This, I know, right. This, let me just live in my land of make-believe. <laughs> I, I hate I, I hate the people who are who are like big fans into ghosts, but they're but they always like shit on the lore and everything or like when people like make their own theories they're like it's not that fucking deep man it's like i don't care i'm on two sides of the coin some days i wake up and i'm like you know what it's not that deep like don't get like you know don't lose your boots like only to myself like i don't care what others do but then the other days like when something drops you see what i go like i go like full-on fucking fbi mode and i'm literally like on fucking record companies like sites seeing what trademarks they've like registered for to see if we get any hints or anything and it's like okay i didn't think it was this deep but here i am compiling right. I mean, anything bigger than the cia ever has <laughs> i know i go back and forth a lot like i see like some theories and i'm just like i don't think tobias is that smart um mm. but then but then i see other ones i'm like wait a second that actually kind of makes sense oh my god yeah, big brain moment here. Wait a second, I'm cracking the codes. It's literally that clip of device where he's like, "Aha, I'm onto you." I'm onto you. <laughs> I'm onto you. So, I mean, we've probably mentioned them already, but do you have a favorite theory that you've seen ever to do with anything with ghost? Uh, I don't know if I have like a favorite one because um, I know I know we covered a lot of. I I know we covered a lot of theories. I also like. I, don't, I know we didn't talk about these a lot because this is this is more like I feel like people talk about a lot on um, on TikTok. Um, it's like the theories of how like Copia kind of grew up in the ministry, like and he grew up around the Emeritus brothers, and he actually oh, yeah. had like a relationship in it with them and everything. 
Yeah, those are so cute. Like, I always cry at the ones where it's like, you know, oh, like, um, like Copia looked up to Terzo as like a brother and everything. And um, like, he was like fucking destroyed when he had to do that photo shoot with Terzo's head. Oh, no. And it's just like, oh, I don't want to think about that. Have you seen? I really wish I could remember that. If you're the artist, please tell me. Um, someone did a piece where it was Little Copia and they had like a little plushie, but they were like maybe like three years old and he was like looking up to one. I think it might have been like one of the bigger brothers and he was just like so cute and just so little. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, look at him admiring them. Yeah. So it's not like a, it's not like a theory. It's just like, it's like a headcanon. I really, I really mm. liked. I just, I just, I always loved the whole like, you know, like Copia had a relationship and he really like looked up to the Emeritus brothers and like, he, like he wanted like to be like them and everything but then you also have like the side like oh no he really like then like you have that cute side but then you also have like the evil side like oh like copia was like jealous of them and he couldn't wait to like take over because like the first time we ever we didn't see, really see him we only saw his hand but like the first video with copia where he's like i'm gonna wipe the floor with this guy <laughs> he can't yeah. oh yeah there's so many things that don't line up like that that clip makes it sound like he's never even met the guys in his life, but then, like they said, some of the other headcanons where it's like they, he, they were big brothers to him are just so adorable. Mm -hmm. There's those, and then um, I know we talked about this off camera, but then also like just like the other headcanons, like Primo being a gardener. Mm. Well, funny enough, my next point was going to be like the canon versus fanon thing. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, we can bring this all into one then. So yeah, I I, I was going to say one of my favorite theories is that the whole primo gardening thing which is kind of i i know logically where this this idea came from but you know the new the primo shirt that got released a couple of months ago with him with the apple i know that's mm -hmm. to do with it... genesis and like the whole first sin thing but it is also kind of fitting that there's all like fucking flowers and vines around i mean i mean they're just they're just selling it at this point like yeah because like because like in case you don't know um, the, the, where this like came from was I couldn't find who, who it was, but the, mm. where this, where this, um, where this headcanon came from was that there was this picture floating around of Primo, like in a garden, he's like sniffing the flowers. Um, and everyone thought it was like a real picture of like the real Primo out in the garden, sniffing the flowers. And they're like, oh my God, he, he has a garden. He's so sweet. Um, but what what actually what what the situation actually is, is that it was a cosplayer who just had a really really good primo cosplay and he just happened to take a photo like that like outside a I think he was actually outside a church but yeah but so it was just a it it was just a cosplayer just like you know doing fun little things in a costume but it just it just started sparking this head cannon that like you know primo is a is a gardener in his spare time um, that he. There's plenty of interviews with Primo. I know we don't have a whole lot of lore on him, but there's interviews with mm. Primo where he talks about how he despises humanity and everything. And like uh, humanity is like a vermin of the earth or whatever. But I feel like that coincides with what um, with with the headcanon. It's like, well, yeah, you can hate humanity, but you can like you can like little plants in your spare time. You can like plant little roses. Yeah, it, I'll just talk to the plants because fuck people. Yeah, fuck people. Plants are awesome. And I, I know I, 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 that on I, a made a, <laughs> I made a whole, I made a whole a TikTok and a Twitter post about this. And I compared a, I compared Primo to Poison Ivy. I'm like, Poison Ivy fucking hates 
all of humanity. She hates humans. That's literally her personality. I hate humans. And literally the biggest plant advocate on the face of the planet. Um, mm. So I'm like, Primo is just a satanic poison ivy. So that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, given that we've just got a Copia um, Joker t-shirt, that kind of weirdly ties in all together with like the DC fucking Batman. Oh my universe. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. This this is the thing I do fucking love about this band though, because like if you've got your bug standard like t-shirt band, nothing wrong with that because there's plenty of bands out there that I love that are that. You know, you kind of what you see is what you get. Whereas this, I feel like it it's create this space where people can become creative and almost create comfort. Like um, there's like a lot of headcanons where, like for example, Copia is trans, and that creates this character for people that like they can relate to and love and you know make them feel safe and i think that's just so cool like and even though if we i mean obviously we don't know if that is lore or not but mm-hmm. just having this imagination to like have you wondering it, it's just as well as this fantastic piece of music that comes along with it and then these great live shows and everything all in one it's just such a great yeah i just fucking love ghost <laughs> just to sum it up real real I uh, no, but that's I I completely agree. That's one of the things that really that really drew me into this band. Um, I know, like I kind of joined like the socials like pretty pretty late in the game. Like I only joined them like in September because before that I was only on Facebook. Which um, avoid ghost Facebook pages because that they're just full of the, all the old weird people. So don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're watching you. All. We see what you do. Anyways, but one of the things I really um, I really like about this band is that like. They put out these like really, they put out awesome music, but then they also like just create like this, just this nice little storyline and everything where, and they create these characters that you can like, like weirdly like look up to and relate to in a sense, especially cause Copia, Copia like is like one of the most relatable characters I've ever seen. Cause like oh, all the sure. other pop, yeah, all the other papas are like kind of cool in their own ways, but like Copia just feels like so like relatable. Uh, especially because he's like he just has all these like mannerisms and everything like Ugh. and like I love that about him <laughs> like he's so goofy he's just so goofy and he just like he, he he just easily turned into like a comfort character like it's so weird that like Tobias initially had the intention of Copia being like a character that we were gonna hate they're like oh fuck this guy but he's like everyone loves him and everyone is so scared for him I'm going to say, like, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I feel like Copia, maybe this is why Tobias hates him, because I know Bestie is a little bit self-loathing, which I don't know why he is, because Bestie is beautiful inside and out. Um, But I find Copia is the most like Tobias in, like, real life with his goofyisms and stuff. And maybe that's why Tobias is like, oh, yeah, you're going to hate him, because he's kind of like, oh, I don't like how I am sort of thing. And that just makes me sad. (laughs) I know, but like, I've, we all, it just shows Tobias needs to get it in his head that we all fucking love him because we love Copia and we love, we just love him as well. Yeah, because I've always said that too. I've always said that Copia is the most Tobias character out there. And I feel like that's one of the reasons, like, Obviously, I know that COVID played a part in it of why we've had Copia for so long, but mm-hmm. um, but I feel like we've also had him for so long, and like Copia is so fun because like Tobias can really have fun with this because Copia is literally him. It's literally, literally him. 
just like maybe a little bit more like outlandishly sexual and stuff like i can't imagine tobias threatening to fuck us in a parking lot but still like (laughs) yeah he's he's a he's a very exaggerated version of himself but um i was gonna say like if you compare him to someone like secondo or like primo who's a little bit more uh, like Primo's more reserved but mysterious but still somewhat intimidating and then Secondo's just fucking batshit terrifying um, <laughs> but like he's, he's terrifying but he's also like a party animal like he's like partying it yeah. up in like Las Vegas he's like surrounded by like he, he loves all, like all the men he, he loves all the men and women too because um, I, I yeah. remember seeing shows where he's talking about like oh you guys look good too <laughs> and then and then then Terza comes in the fucking oh. slut <laughs> what a fucking slut we love her i miss her every day oh yeah yeah i think uh, as the time was going on it was just just little tabisms came out it's just like i feel i feel like um honestly just as the um as the band has come along in the years i feel like just feel like tobias has just felt a little bit more comfortable being himself like he was always there obviously but Mm. like i feel like he's just come out a little bit more like and the characters start to become more and more like like him, like making all these jokes and everything. There's some things copious says, and I'm just like, that is Tobias. It's so Tobias. It's just honestly, just all the all the times that he just like mumbles words that don't make any sense. I'm like, oh look, Tobias. <laughs> yeah, it's like when he was like in a uh, chapter fourteen when he was like, you know what I can see your Teslicles, and I was like, oh, that's him. <laughs> I see your testicles, <laughs> and he makes all the and Copia makes all the all the dumb dad jokes, um, <laughs> like oh my god, um, like I I, br- I brought this up on like some of my stuff before, but um, the the first time that I met Papa, I wore this like mask that kind of looked like the current ghoul masks. Oh, I um, it had like the, the tubing and the. <laughs> It had like the tubing and the spikes and everything, and that was the first thing he commented on. He was like, "He's like, oh, I, uh, I like your, I like your mask. I like how intricate it is." And I was like, "Oh, thank you. It, it kind of looks like your ghouls." And he looked me dead in the eyes. He's like, "Ah, yes, uh, very cool, very ghoul." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, I fucking hate him so much." <laughs> hate him hate him lovingly <laughs> i won't dox who sent me this because like obviously it's confidential and they shouldn't have done it but someone had recorded their conversations with him while like it was in their pocket at one of the meet and greets and it sounded so non-copia and just tobias just being like oh thank you so much like have a great show and i was just like oh my fucking god it's him he's just he's just talking he's just he's just there <laughs> and i'm like uh I, I think that was another thing that threw me when I met him because he didn't sound like the copier on stage. It's just, he just sounded more like Tobias, and then I think that's what threw me fucking off. And I was just like, ah, yeah, because he because he definitely put he definitely puts on a voice. Obviously, he puts on a voice for copia, but mm. um, and you you still hear that on on stage. You hear this like exaggerated voice. But like during the meet and greet, it's it's like either like toned down because he's just like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh my god. The one thing that like took me was um, for those who haven't done a meet and greet, and this it'll be probably set up a little bit differently, um, maybe in the future, or it's been set up differently in the past. But at least at the Austin show that I was at, um, so you you line up in the corridor to go into this other room that is just fully blacked out with curtains everywhere, and um, he's not just standing in the middle of the room. There's like this other like two by two meter maybe, maybe a little bit bigger box of curtains that like he's just encased in. It's like a little cage. 
and you mm-hmm. kind of go in one to one. But like you can kind because it's just curtains and like there's no- nothing on top. You can just hear um, him talking and him laughing, and it's his laugh when you hear him laugh. It's like sounds exactly the same as in interviews and you're just like oh fuck he's in there oh my god it's real oh the one thing that really like that like it it pieced it together in my brain that it was the same person because it's really hard to like picture of like no that can't be Tobias what what do you mean like that's that's Kofi is a real person what are you talking about um (laughs) but the thing that really sells it for me and I notice it more when um when I met him is that you can see his like teeth through the uh, through the mask? And yeah, I, love I know. I think he has the cutest teeth ever. But For that's real. the thing. He has very he has very a very distinct like smile, a very like very distinct teeth. And so you can see it through the mask. And you're like, that's you. That that's you. I tried to like make it make sense in my head. And again, I think this is why I was just thrown off because like obviously when you go into these meet and greets, you think you've got written in your head everything that you want to say, and you're gonna. P- bring it out perfectly um but then when you get in there it all goes to shit what also doesn't help is like if you try to ignore the white eye and stare into his actual eye because you want to be like i'm trying to assess out if that's you under there and make sure you're real but then you just fucking fall to shit and yeah don't do that just take it for what it is oh my god the eyes are so fucking piercing like i can't focus on anything else i'm like oh my god and, and it's just like oh my god you're a fucking real person what are you what is happening literally 10 out of 10 recommend even though it's one of the most traumatic experiences of my life i wanted to throw up and pass out like 20 times but i would do it again that knows that is when you know you've had a good time if you've embarrassed yourself almost shit yourself almost farted in front of him and wanted to cry afterwards then you've done it right if you didn't have a full-blown panic attack before and after the meet and greet like you didn't actually meet him no weirdly i was okay before up until about 10 seconds when it was my next spot next because i was going in so cocky like yeah he's my bestie we're gonna be best friends and we're gonna have a fun time and laugh and i'm gonna tell all these jokes and he's gonna love me and then i was like oh fuck i'm awkward and the one time that like i mean i've i've started up a fucking podcast because i can talk for england and the one time that i went shy and mr I don't know when to stop rambling about Star Wars, even though I'm doing a lawsuit, went shy, was in our fucking meet and greet because I was like, okay, I need him to carry the conversation because I'm nervous as fuck. And bro did not carry the conversation. He was just like standing there staring me out. Oh, he fucking like turned you down hard when you were making a joke. Fucking hell. I thought like we'd be on board with each other because we're both European and we've both got like a bit of a dry sense of humor. So yeah, me making a joke about him not getting the memo that we should have been matching costumes didn't go down well. Don't do that, guys. Please be nice to him. Honestly, like... I think I think he does well when like you just say like something random and then he makes the jokes. He does better when he has he's given something to make a joke out of. Like um my second time meeting him, I had these like custom made press on nails and like they were like very papa esque. Fucking stunning. Um mm-hmm. and then one of the nails had his like face on it. And I was like showing him off like, I oh, look okay, I have your nails. My hands were fucking shaking, oh my god. Um <laughs> my hands are fucking shaking bro um and then so like he's like oh did you like do that yourself and i was like no i I paid somebody he's like oh well you you put them on yourself right because that that takes a lot of work too it requires a lot of blowing and then he fucking blew on his hands like a fucking sassy bitch oh my fucking god i hate him so much (laughs) 
So if you're ever, if you ever have the pleasure and opportunity of ever meeting Papa, he does better if you, if he makes the joke. Definitely. And also going back, if he compliments you, don't take the piss. Like, don't try and be funny. Just take the fucking compliments and cry about it and be happy. Don't try and be funny like I did. <laughs> just, just let, just let him be nice, and then you could like freak out about it later. Exactly. You'll have a much funner experience if you just let him be nice to you and don't go all awkward like I did. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I will probably tell my full-on story about the whole fucking day of my meet and greet one day. But yeah, long story short, went in, made very awkward small talk. Bestie complimented me. I tried to make a joke. He didn't take it very well. I wanted to die, and I left. <laughs> it's like it literally is like, all right, I'll just go fuck myself. It's fine. And out of ten experience. On that note, I think I'm going to conclude this episode. Yeah, we kind of we kind of went off tangent. We we talked about theories, and then we were just talking about Bestie. Any opportunity I get to talk about Bestie, I'm bringing him up. Uh, I I fully support. Fully support. All right. Well, Cammy, do you want to shout out your socials again, just so people who maybe have only just joined in can find you again? Yes. Uh, so my uh, my I'm on Tumblr, uh, TikTok, and Twitter. My username is your fave guesty. Uh, fave is F A V. But yeah, go follow me on there. I shit post. Yeah. And yeah, I'm on Twitter at shameless underscore ghoul, and I believe the same on Instagram. But the Owen oh, Ghoul is a zero. I show up on everyone's feed because I'm just fucking shit posting everywhere. So you'll find me somewhere. <laughs> um, I'm also on TikTok. Could... Yeah, uh, I mean when you post when you post these online, you could probably just tag the socials and everything. Yeah, we'll tag them. Yeah, <laughs> you'll we'll find us. You'll find Follow us. us there. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us. Yay. Um, read my shit. Follow Cammy's TikTok and like them because she's funny. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, I'll we'll catch you next but, Yeah. Oh, too kind. All right. Catch you later, guys. Bye. Bye.